Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Well, here we are. Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to the Early Edge, always powered by BetMGM. Very excited for today. Uh, we do have somebody that's under the weather a little bit, so I want to get him and out of this show right away. But before we get to any of that, two quick things. One, the recap screen. Let's see how we did yesterday. Oh, my gosh, there's so much green. Only one X here. We almost had a perfect day. Coming off a couple subpar days, I'll be honest with you. The only reason we didn't have a perfect day, by the way, is Demario Davis. Remember, uh, Maestro had that six and a half tackles. Well, he got to six. Don't forget, if you watch that game, he had to leave the game for a little bit. If he doesn't leave the game for a series or two, Demario Davis definitely ends up eclipsing that. We end up having a perfect day. But what a day for the brand. A really nice bounce back from the last couple of days, which again, full disclosure, we're a little bit subpar now, let's talk about 4 o'clock today. Everyone knows who's watching this show that we have our Week 16 Player Props show today at 4 p.m. with the regular crew. Absolutely going to be a must-see because we know when some of these guys put plays out, whether it's on Sportsline or in this prop show, these lines become stale pretty quickly. So you're going to want to watch that show live. Ask any questions that you want to ask. All right. Enough about me, enough about Sportsline. Let's bring in the stars of the show for what we like to call Big Pick Energy Friday. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Buckets managing to dance. Buckets managing to dance. Where's the newspaper? Mike McClure, rhetorical question. You don't have to answer that because... Buckets, you are truly when, when people say under the weather, I think people like they say under the weather and they got the sniffles, you know, a couple things here and there. They, they, they walk it off and it's no big deal. You are genuinely under the weather here. You're, you're coughing up a storm. And I know you got all, all kinds of things that only sleep is going to cure. So before we even get to the marquee matchup, truly, I just want to get your soccer pick. And if it's OK with you, get you right out of here, get you right in bed, get you hydrated and get you rest and all better. Is that OK with you? See, uh, that is absolutely wonderful to me. Well, let's do it then. Give us, I guess you have a soccer <laughs> pick here. Uh, go ahead and lay it on us. 
let's do this, guys, and bear with me for obvious reasons here, but there was no way, even if I was in my deathbed, you know, dying, I'm still not going to miss the chance to bet on this matchup between Aston Villa and Sheffield United taking place at 3 p.m. this afternoon in the English Premier League because Aston Villa is one of my favorite teams on the planet to bet on right now. They are essentially the Bayer Leverkusen of the English Premier League. They are just beating teams at will, and they are throwing in three, four, five goals a game like it's absolutely nothing. Aston Villa, who boasts one of the best attacks on the planet in all of Europe, is playing Sheffield United, who is dead last on the table here. And if Aston Villa win this afternoon, they are top of the Premier League, which is unheard of considering the competition of this year. So... When I'm looking at this matchup, there is only one way for me to bet it. I'm taking Aston Villa over two and a half goals team total at minus 120. This means that Aston Villa has to score three goals by themselves. But considering the fact that they're, they're playing Sheffield United and considering the depth that this team has, they might score three, four, five, six goals. They can kind of name their score here. So the fact that I can get 2.5 at playable odds seems very likely for a team that might cover this in the first half. See ya. I like it. Uh, who did you say? They were the, the Leverkusen of the English Premier League. Is that what you said? Yeah, what Bayer Leverkusen is to the Bundesliga is what Aston Villa is to the Premier League right now. Which, honestly, is the analogy I was going to draw if you hadn't already stolen it from me. So, very, very well done. Buckets, listen, I, we got to let you go. Even if you wanted to stay, I, I don't think we would allow it. Uh, we got to let you go. Thank you for coming on, giving out your pick. Big pick energy, even with your flu game, which the chat is is certainly acknowledging. Uh, it's uh, it's everything we could have ever wanted, even though you're under the weather. Thank you, Sia. Thank you so much, guys. I'm going to avoid getting you more sick than I already have, and I'll see you all later. Good luck. <laughs> all right, buckets get better. All right. Well, listen before we get to before we get to our marquee matchup, we got a college football game tonight. I, I got it, Chip. I got to go to you. I, I just I can't start a show without at least trying to get some sort of chip me up. So hi, Danny. Hi, Mike McClure. But Chip, how you doing today? Oh, see ya. We're in the middle of bowl season, baby. How could you not be so fired up, especially tonight? Because what is this? This is the Gasparilla Bowl. There's going to be a lot of pirate-themed shenanigans all around this game. So you're looking at on the screen, courtesy of BetMGM. This is a very interesting, um, almost like a, I, I've often thrown out the money line alt line proposition. Mm-hmm. I don't want any part of Georgia Tech plus five and a half, but I might like Georgia Tech on the money line. I've got a best bet for this later in the show, but Georgia Tech is a team that's capable of beating the likes of uh, North Carolina, of Miami, of hanging with uh, a Louisville or an Ole Miss deep into the game. However, they also got their doors blown off by Bowling Green. When you've got those high-variance teams, that's where I would say if you want a piece of Georgia Tech, maybe drop it to a half a unit and sprinkle it on the money line because when you've got a high-variance team like that, you don't want to have a, a big investment in that high-variance proposition. So Georgia Tech can be all over the place. When it goes well, they can hang with anybody, but when it goes poorly, it goes very poorly. So it's almost like, Either I think UCF wins this game by 10 or I think Georgia Tech can win straight up. So if you want a side, I think you either go UCF and you lay it or you just go Georgia Tech money line. But again, best bet for the Gasparilla Bowl coming up a little bit later on in the show. Yeah, I've got to play on this one too. And I don't mind your analysis, by the way. You know, I'm usually... 
I'm soft enough to take the points here, but I don't mind the money line play if you do like Georgia Tech. And you're right about the variance. I mean, look at their schedule just in the last few games. I mean, you know, you barely cruise past Syracuse and then you hang tough with Georgia. I mean, just that in the last couple of games that they ha- they've had. Um, I think it's an interesting game because I think both teams are properly motivated, which you don't get in bowl season um, quite as much. So I think both teams are going to give it their all. Not a lot of transfer portal stuff. By the way, this is a 6.30 p.m. start. And speaking of earlier starts, I mean, Mike McClure's play, by the time he gives that play out, uh, we're going to have like a half an hour to actually get the bet in. So um, we're not going to get to that play yet, but we are going to get to Mike and Danny finally because we got our Saturday NFL slate, which we absolutely need to talk about. Bengals minus three at the Steelers. Uh, I think this is a really interesting game for several reasons. Obviously, it's a must win for both teams, in my opinion. Mason Rudolph. I mean, it's Christmas. So, of course, Mason Rudolph is going to make an appearance. Steelers at home getting three points. Mike, I'm going to start with you on this one. We've got a 38-point total. we got the Steelers plus three at home. you got to lean on this one. Yeah, it's going to be a lean to the Steelers side at this point. Uh, you know, now that this market has moved this to three, albeit at minus 115, uh, a little disrespectful to Rudolph on Christmas for sure. But uh, when you look at the Steelers on their home field, they still are solid defensively, going to be able to put pressure on Browning. But we have to talk about no Jamar Chase. Uh, not Jamar Chase hasn't been spectacular with Browning in, but Jamar Chase, his presence alone definitely opens things up for them offensively. So you're playing with a little elements outdoors this time of year. Uh, I think it's the Bengals probably find a way to win the game might be a field goal win. Uh, I do believe they're the better team. They've got the better quarterback. Uh, I just think the Steelers can play an ugly game here. And now that you're giving me the three, I would have to lean towards the Steelers three, but not a play for me. Danny, two things. One, sorry for keeping you quiet for so long. Um, You're super engaging and we're six, seven minutes into the show and I haven't even gone to you yet. So that's on me. But I kind of lean towards Mike here in taking the home dog. And by the way, DJ Reader likely not. I mean, I think he's definitely out uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals. I'll tell you what, I've got like seven or eight props that I'm lining up. I already just put one in on Sportsline, which I'm going to get to later in the show. One of my props, I'm eyeing Jalen Warren props because I think we're going to see a lot of running from the Steelers, a lot of Jalen Warren, a little less of Najee Harris. And by the way, I don't think Mason Rudolph is a terrible quarterback. Granted, my analysis is dating back to the Oklahoma State days, but I do think he's a pretty good quarterback. What say you on this game? We've got the the home dog plus three and a 38-point total. Yeah, it looks like we're all going to lean to the same side here, and I'm going to get more into this on my official pick when it comes up. But you mentioned Mason Rudolph. I feel like he's an upgrade over Mitchell Trubisky, who looks straight up lost out there. And really, all you have to do is close your eyes and bet underdogs in the AFC North. They've been very profitable. Uh, In fact, uh, over the last decade, 69, 49, and 3 against the spread. Over the last three seasons, 22 and 12 against the spread. So AFC North just bet the dog. I think everyone's really enamored with Jake Browning right now. He's had a really good start. But oftentimes we see that backup quarterback phenomenon kind of die out. Film comes out on them. Mike McClure mentioned Jamar Chase out. I mean, they just throw to him in, the, in that short screen game as an option, even when there's nothing there. And Sia, you mentioned DJ Reader out. Jalen Warren opened up that run game. I think the Steelers uh, are more live in this game than people perceive after three, three bad, bad losses. So uh, I'm leaning towards the Steelers. I'll give him some more angles why later on. Yeah, I mean, the the reader thing is one thing, but what Mike brought up with the Jamar Chase thing, I mean, that's like a really, really huge deal. Now you're leaning on like T. Huggins, T. Huggins. You're going to have to hug T. Higgins, and you're going to have to like count on like Tanner Hudson, for example, because uh, without Jamar Chase, I mean, that's that's a really big deal, like two of their key players on both sides of the ball. Uh, so let's go to the next one. we got two Saturday games. That first one, by the way, is at 4 o'clock. The next one is at 8.30. 
And speaking, you know, Danny, you used the word enamored. I think we're all enamored by the Bills. I took them at plus 2,200 to win the AFC over two weeks ago because I kind of saw a little bit of this coming. Now they get a layup. They had two tough, tough games. Now they get a layup. They're minus 12 and a half against the Brandon Staley-less Chargers at SoFi. I don't think there's much of a home field advantage at SoFi. I don't know if the Chargers are, are kind of in mail-it-in mode. I don't even know if that's a thing in the NFL, but the Bills are red hot. Where are you leaning in this one, Danny Brasco? You know, this might be a layup for the win for the Bills. I don't know if the spread is, is a layup, though. It's a widespread here, and understandably, people are going to be way down on Easton Stick and the Chargers giving up a 60-piece to the Raiders, right? But – this might be their Super Bowl. They have a chance to maybe play spoiler against the Bills. And it's the coach firing angle. See, we played the shutout angle before, right? It's sort of this overreaction spot, similar to what I'm speaking about at the Steelers, right? Everyone's down on them after three ugly losses. How are you going to feel about the Chargers? I don't imagine too many of my buddies saying, hey, Danny, ready to bet Chargers? No one's going to be excited about this. And that's why it's sort of interesting to me. Uh, teams after they've fired their head coach since 2003, 21 and 16 against the spread. It's a great motivational spot. And consider, it's not just that they're five games over uh, covering against the spread in that record. These teams were abysmal prior, right? They were not good cover teams. So they quickly go from uh, zeros to heroes, it looks like. And maybe bringing in Giff Smith can cause some, uh, some motivation for these Chargers players to get up for this one. So Mike McClure, I think that's an interesting take. I will say this sort of as the contrary viewpoint to what Danny Brasco just said. And that's that when you get that coach removal, I think in the middle or early in the season, I think you get the bump a little bit more than at the end of the season when your season is clearly over. So I don't know that I buy into that. That's just me. I don't know that I buy into that part. But then again, it does seem like the sharp play would be on the Chargers since everybody's obviously going to be enamored with how the Bills are playing. So how are you reading this game? Yeah, this one is fascinating. Uh, you know, typically I avoid things like this uh, just because there's so many options to bet, right? So I'm betting college basketball, other things. However, uh, if I had to play this, I would lean to the side of the Chargers. My computer number makes it 11, a little bit of a key number in, in terms of spreads in the NFL. Uh, when you look at this, though, there's a lot working against the Bills in some sense. Uh, I think they relax a little bit when you could take an opponent like this. They're also traveling cross-country for this one after three massive matchups. If you remember, they played Kansas City, Philadelphia, and Dallas all in a row. They thought their season was likely going to be over because who, who's going to win those games, right? Uh, this is a spot for them to have just a little bit of a letdown. And what I mean by that is I think that they come in, they get the win, but they're really not anxious to put anything else on tape. They're really not anxious to get anybody hurt and take any additional risk. Uh, I think they have a ton of success running the football on the ground with uh, Cook and Murray, and this clock moves quickly in this game. So I think there's definitely a shot for the Chargers with a little backdoor cover, very similar to what we saw last night uh, on Thursday Night Football. So if I had to play it, it would be the Chargers at 12 and a half. Another play that I'm looking at in the prop market, which I will put on Sportsline, is an obscure, a relatively obscure prop uh, in the rushing market. So stay tuned for that one as well. Of course, all of these are going to be talked about on the NFL kickoff show on Sunday at 12 o'clock, uh, where we give out really all our plays, all our leans on the sides, the props, the totals. And of course, we have Sunday night football um, primetime at 730 on Sunday. Okay, where are you going to make these bets, everybody? We get, we're going to finally get to our best bets, but where you're going to make these bets is BetMGM, of course. Uh, day five, we're in day five of seven days of parlays. This is the NBA same game parlay boost. BetMGM is getting into the holiday spirit with seven days of parlays. BetMGM account holders will receive an NBA parlay boost token to use on select parlays and SGPs. 
Here's how to get it. Just go to the seven days of parlays page on the BetMGM app or website and claim your daily reward and receive a parlay boost token each day during the promo. Happy holidays from BetMGM. All right. Well, I teased it. We're about 44 minutes away from Mike's game actually tipping off here. So we got to get to it, but we're not going to get to it before we hear a message from our partners. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Mike McClure, I believe your place starts at 11, which is kind of a coincidence since you and I will be on at 11 o'clock doing our Fantasy Football Today DFS show, talking about the nine-game slate on Sunday with our favorite DFS play. So everybody that's tuning in here, tune into that. And by the way, if you haven't hit the like button yet, shame on you. Please hit the like button subscribe to the page if you're not if you haven't already but mike i got to subscribe to your pick and i got to do it now what's your pick yes definitely subscribe to sportsline turn the notifications on because if you had done that you would have gotten this at 133 and a half like i put out about an hour and 12 minutes ago on the sportsline site it's drexel dragons versus the bryant bulldogs i love this matchup 11 a.m. Eastern time, 10 a.m. Central for me. If you see me and see you on the DFS podcast next, and I'm looking over here, that's the real <laughs> numbers on the computer. If I'm looking this way, that's because I'm watching Drexel and Bryant hopefully fill it up. I like the over here. Uh, it's massive contrast in styles, though. When you look at Drexel, 350th in terms of pace of play, only 362 teams that we track. So essentially dead last in terms of pace, but the Bryant Bulldogs, 10th. They love to play with pace. These teams are relatively evenly matched in terms of skill set. I think that Drexel is going to enjoy playing a little bit quicker. Now, when you look at the high variance nature of college basketball, you know that to be true. When you look at it, these level of schools, both of these teams scored 100 points in their last matchup, albeit different competition for sure. I think we see a ton of pace here, though, above the expectation. Played this over 133 and a half. I make the number 137. It is 136 and a half on a few books, 135 and a half right now, currently at MGM. Uh, again, these move very, very quickly because there's not a ton of action on them when we post them. So make sure you subscribe to Sportsline, turn the notification on, and you will get it at the same time I did. I put this play on the site and I actually played it uh, about two and a half minutes later. That's, I honestly, I think that's really yeah. all you, I mean, yeah, right? I, I mean, I, I keep telling people like there, there, there's like a real legit reason to subscribe to Sportsline because when people like Mike, like, listen, Mike, I, I think Chip, Danny, we, we all think we shift lines to some degree. Uh, I, I think we all kind of put some momentum on, on certain lines with our picks, depending on the sports and, and things of that nature. But I can safely say that when Mike makes a bet, when he makes a play on Sportsline, 
and I, I know Mike knows this because he's tracked it. Within a few minutes, that thing's going to change. That thing is going to shift. And we, we, we've had years of data to support that. And it's just all the more reason to become a sports line member so that you don't get the 136 and a half and you do get the 133 and a half. So that's I, I just a possession. That is a possession. Like, that's right. huge. Yesterday, same thing. Texas Tech game. Uh, under mm. 144 and a half. We played that, put it on the site. Game moved to 141, landed at 142. You played it. Yeah. An hour later, you lost. You played it with the notification. You won. And speaking of the notifications, let's talk about a promo code. Let's talk about how we can become a Sportsline member if we're not already. Get 60% off the annual plan. This is not a quarterly plan promo code. 60% off the annual plan with promo code WINNERS. Promo code WINNERS gets you 60% off the annual plan Tell your friends if, if you're already a member, um, this is this is the way to go. And for the record, I keep saying it. It's not just a site that has picks. There's ton, tons of data behind this site from a DFS standpoint, from all sports. We're, we're picking winners. We're picking DFS plays. Sportsline has it. Jacob Gibbs. Just if you follow Jacob Gibbs on Twitter, which you, you absolutely should, just know that a lot of his stuff is on Sportsline as well. It's just such a, it's just an abyss of quality, quality information where you can kind of do the work yourself if you want, because there's so much uh, data behind uh, that paywall. All right, let's get to my picks finally. Uh, so I teased it a little bit. Chip talked about Georgia Tech and, and talked about the variance that we see with Georgia Tech in terms of losing to some bad teams, hanging tough and beating some good teams. I'm going to ride the momentum of, of what I think is momentum with Georgia Tech. Now, this line is plus five and a half pretty much everywhere. I did see it touch six uh, just about an hour ago at a couple of books, and then it just dropped right back down to plus five and a half. I do think UCF is carrying a lot of the betting momentum. So I do think if you're patient, it's possible that you can find this at six, but I don't mind the five and a half at all. I like Georgia Tech plus five and a half because when I look at the offensive and defensive metrics, first of all, when I look at the stretch a run of the season. UCF has been very good. Georgia Tech has been very good. They they closed the season with more wins than losses, plenty of momentum just to become bowl eligible. But when I look at the offensive and defensive metrics, they largely mirror each other. And I just, I don't think I understand why this line is what it is. Again, we don't have many port like portal issues. We don't have many guys sitting out here. So to me, this line should be closer to even. It should be closer to like two and a half or three. So when I look at it as a, as a whole and I see properly motivated teams on both sides, it's not going to be a heavy UCF crowd, although there will be more UCF fans there. There'll be plenty of Georgia Tech fans there too. I, I see this as kind of more of a pick more of like a two and a half, three at most. So I'm just going to go ahead and take the points here. I think a backdoor cover is plenty in play here. But to, to the point Chip made earlier, I also think Georgia Tech could flat out win this game. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the points. If it touches six, even better. But I do like plus five and a half. Now for my NFL pick on Sunday. I love this play. I've got Tua under 34 and a half pass attempts. He's only hit over 34 pass attempts in one of the last six games. And that's part of the reason for that is he's been really efficient. We don't really need to see a lot of volume with a guy like Tua when he's been as efficient as he has been. But also they like to run the ball. Like let's not forget Mostert, Achan. Like they are running the ball very effectively as well. And we know when you can beat Dallas, you usually beat Dallas because you push them around and you run the ball. I don't know that Miami is going to be as successful running the ball as the Bills were last week. In fact, I know they won't be, but they're certainly going to try. I think both of these teams are going to try to establish the run just enough for both quarterbacks to have limited production from a volume standpoint with the pass attempts. I don't see any reason why Tua hits 35 pass attempts. Again, he hasn't hit this in many of the last six games. In fact, only one. So give me Tua's under 34 and a half pass attempts at minus 132. 
All right. Those are my two picks. One for Sunday, one for tonight. Again, that Georgia Tech game is at 630. And I know Chip has a play in that Georgia Tech game as well. I know Danny's got two plays, one for Saturday and one for Sunday in the NFL. And the only way we can get there is if we hear a message from our partners first. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, we are back and it's time for a little Danny Brasco action. You got some Saturday and Sunday NFL to talk to us about. The floor is yours. Thank you. See, I've been loving the Saturday NFL action. It's proven to be profitable so far. So let's go. The standalone games are ones where I like to attack underdogs, where I like to attack contrarian plays. And it might be ugly to bet some of these teams, but let's start with Steelers plus three, Sia. And I'm rolling to the window with it. I think it's the right side and it's the right play here. Mike Tomlin is known for his 500 record. 16 seasons in a row, he has finished 500 or better. And with three games left in the season, it actually might come down to the result of this game with the Seahawks and the Ravens to close out the year. I think the Steelers will get up for this one again. I feel like the market is a little um, overreacting to Jake Browning here without Jamar Chase, without DJ Reader on the other side. Those are two key pieces for the Bengals. Mason Rudolph, I truly feel, is an upgrade. And, and more than anything, it's Mike Tomlin as an underdog. We know he's a great motivator. He can get his teams up in this spot. Right, Mike Tomlin off a loss is a profitable angle a lot of the time. Mike Tomlin off a blowout. Uh, after a double-digit loss under Tomlin, Steelers are 22-12 and 12 against the spread. And we know in late in the season, he's great as a dog. After week five for his career, 44-20-1 against the spread as an underdog. Put him at home, 15-4-1 against the spread as a dog. So Mike Tomlin as a dog, with everyone ready to fade Mason Rudolph, I feel like it's an obvious angle to bet against the Steelers. I'll bet on them at plus three now uh, with that push condition like M Squared alluded to before. Next up. Another contrarian angle. Give me the Chargers with the points. Easton Stick, just hang in there for me, man. More than anything, I'm betting on the Chargers defense to get motivated to play for Giff Smith. Look, I don't think it's a, a surprise to anyone for me to say this. They quit on Brandon Staley. I mean, they were not happy playing for him. And Giff Smith is a guy that's been around the Chargers organization for quite a while. So uh, guys like uh, Derwin James and uh, Hendricks, they all say that they like this guy. I expect him to play hard. Also, these are pro athletes. They got embarrassed against the Raiders, who Sia and I, we played them right after they got shut out. What do they go do? They go put up 63. A team is never as bad as you think they are. And I think mm. that's the case for the Chargers here as well. Uh, I'm going to take them with the points here. Uh, teams after losing by 35 plus points um, and become double digit underdogs in the next game in the last 20 years, 19, four and one against the spread. It's the overreaction angle. Do I think they'll win the game? No, but do I think they might lose by a score? Keep it competitive, maybe backdoor sneak a cover. Yeah, I do. Give me this Chargers plus 12 and a half here. 
Yeah, that's going to be an interesting game. And I think you're on probably the sharp side of both in terms of, you know, listen, I think that the, the common perception is going to be, Hey, listen, Jake Browning and the Cincinnati Bengals, they, they've been slinging it. And, and the bills are just, they have so much momentum Easton stick on the other side. I'll tell you what, I like your Steelers play. And I know you have something to say about this. I, I, I still lean towards the bills. I'm not making it an official play, but it's so hard for me to back uh, what I think is probably the sharper play Danny in the chargers. Yeah, and I will say right away, the, mo- the money in the market looks split. So a lot of time till uh, game time kicks off. But I'm seeing bets fairly even. Public bettors are going to lean towards the bills. The money on the handle heavily leaning towards the Chargers, which probably means big bettors and sharp side is, is on them so far. We'll see how it shakes out closer to game time. But I always like to see that when an ugly dog is actually tracking, attracting a good amount of money on the handle against a very popular team that's rolling, it's, uh, it's the mismatch there. I'll take the, uh, the ugly side, please extremely important uh, piece of information you just laid out there. Uh, So I love that. Okay, Chip Patterson, we've got a 630 game tonight. And I think I think this is an act of treason, perhaps, because you have a pick. I know. Yeah, I I know. I know. See, I'm sorry. I'll tell you what. I'm not even going to I'm not even going to set the table because I'm so I'm I, like, I'm seeing this for the first time. I'm not going to lie. Like I'm getting like a little choked up. I'm a little upset. Yeah. But either way, I have to allow you to give your two picks. I, Here we are. Go ahead, I guess. Yeah, I, I listen. Sometimes I, I sometimes you're so close, you're blinded by the opportunity. But more okay. on Saturday's play. We're going to start with Friday night, where I think the very best bet in UCF Georgia Tech is going to be over the total because you heard Sia, and he's right. You know, when you're looking at you know some of Georgia Tech's most important offensive players, you're okay. They're not opted out. They're not in the transfer portal. You look at UCF's most important offensive players. However, when you start to get into it and you start to look at the players that are not going to be available for Georgia Tech and UCF, I'm seeing some players on the back end of both of these defenses, some key players from both of these defenses. And so we've got two offenses in Georgia Tech and UCF that do like to play with a little bit of tempo. We've got some defenses that have been, you know, likely to give it up. And so I just think this game is going to get a little bit loose with both defenses being thin, both offenses playing with tempo and Georgia Tech over this season cashed 73% of the time. The G, the bees have been a great over team this year. So I know that is a huge number based on everything else we have on the board in the bowl season, but there's a reason for it. We are going UCF Georgia tech over in the Gasparilla bowl. And now we have to get to the treasonous behavior. <clears throat> We're fading James Madison. I'm sorry. See, ya. I know, I know, but we are going to go with the planes, baby. We're going with air force and there's something really interesting going on at James Madison because James Madison's list of players that are in the transfer portal is huge, but they're playing in this game. You know, Jordan McLeod, the the quarterback who was the Sunbelt offensive player of the year, he's playing in this game. You know, maybe it's the pride, the opportunity. You you got JMU to FBS. You are going to be in a bowl game for the first time in program history. I respect it. So why am I fading them? It's about who's on the sideline because I'm just going to run down Indiana's coaching staff right now. You'll remember Indiana hired Kurt Signetti, the JMU head coach. Uh, That would be Indiana now has JMU's head coach, JMU's offensive coordinator, JMU's quarterbacks coach, JMU's running backs coach, JMU's wide receivers coach, JMU's tight ends coach, JMU's defensive coordinator, JMU's defensive line coach, JMU's linebackers coach, and JMU's special teams coordinator. Uh Uh-oh about the players who I think are going to be all invested in it. 
It's about the fact that James Madison has a skeleton staff of analysts who have been promoted for a one-game spot duty, ultimately at the margins. I think that compared to the 17 years of consistency of Troy Calhoun and Air Force's coaching staff, uh, I think that that is where we find our edge. We take the Falcons and we take plus one and a half. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you know what JMU has that Air Force doesn't? A presidential uh, university name? And Moxie. Okay. They got plenty of moxie. They don't need those coaches. They got yeah. those. that is. Um, listen, that is an overwhelming list of uh, coaches that are not going to be on the sideline. It's a, it's a compelling argument. I get it. I understand. I was talking to a former player who was going through the bowl practices uh, amidst a coaching change. And he said that he, the assistants would be like, ah, oh, seniors, y'all run it because they're all on the phone trying to make sure that they get their new jobs lined up. It's a it's wow. a tricky tricky spot when you're uh, we're going through a coaching change for those bowl practices. Wow, that is interesting. And for the record, I, I do love that UCF Georgia Tech over sixty six and a half. I know some smart people that are also on the first quarter over, which I believe Ooh. is thirteen and a half. So I think that's an interesting angle as well. Uh, certainly, plenty of overs uh, to potentially play and live bet uh, too. If if perhaps there's a, a stumble uh, out of the starting blocks. All right, I think that's. All of our picks, um, I, I'm still trying to get over this JMU thing, uh, so we'll, we'll have to have some sort of showdown. Maybe not like an actual showdown, but uh, we'll be chatting on social media about that one for sure. Let's get the recap screen up real quick. Uh, a lot of picks today spanning the weekend. We're going to have plenty more on Sportsline. Don't forget that promo code is WINNERS to get 60% off our annual plan. I've got Georgia Tech plus 5.5 tonight. It might touch 6. I like 5.5 anyway. Tua under 34 and a half passing attempts. And for the record, I see Big Cheesy in the chat. I know he's talking about, hey, listen, Tua's going to have an amazing game. I think that could be true. I just don't think we're going to see a ton of volume in this game. And for the record, Big Cheesy, I kind of lean towards the Suns uh, not lighting the beam at Sacramento Day. Okay, Mike McClure, this game starts in 28 minutes. Drexel Bryant over 133 and a half. Danny Brasco's got the Steelers on Saturday plus three and the Chargers plus 12 and a half. Aston Villa team total over two and a half is buckets play minus 120. And oh, by the way, the Chargers game, that's Saturday, right? I might have said that's on Sunday. Uh, Chip Patterson has UCF Georgia Tech over 66 and a half. That starts at 630 tonight. And Air Force, he has over JMU or at least plus one and a half over JMU, um, which is a tell me, Chip, can you remind me, is that a Saturday game? 3.30, yeah, 3.30 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday, the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl from Fort Worth. All right, absolutely. And again, that the both of those games from Danny Brasco, I referenced the Bills game as a Sunday game. Those are both Saturday, right, Danny Brasco? Yes, sir. Right. Saturday. See ya. I can't believe you're going to let Chip say that the coaching staff isn't smart from JMU and it's a bunch of call center kids running the show here. You're not going to show down. Wait, I need yeah, it. I need listen, to see it. I'll go ahead and tell you, they've got a former Chicago bears assistant, a former Maryland assistant, a Stony Brook assistant, another Stony Brook assistant, a high school coach who knows the wing T and the triple option. I mean, this is a, this is a, a, ma a ragtag crew. I tell you what, if JMU pulls this off, it will truly be historic and I will be happy uh, for all of, uh, all of our friends in Harrisonburg. Chip, Chip, can I ask you, because I, I seem to recall, on BPE Friday, like you, you don't usually engage in the showdowns or maybe I'm forgetting. Have you done a showdown? You're not a showdown guy. I, I got cooked in like my first two showdowns and I didn't like the feeling of it. I, I, I just, I didn't enjoy it. So I'm, I'm not forcing it on you. Yeah, I just, I, I just had to ask because I know Danny was looking at me a certain way. Mike was looking at me a certain way and I could tell the chat 
was looking at me a certain way without even seeing their eyes. Okay, I mean, so we're out on that. This is more of a social media back and forth there. Yeah. See, Chip mentioned that he's got two coaches. Uh, they got two coaches from Stony Brook. I am a Seawolf. I went to Stony Brook. I'm going to oh, tell you right now, nice. they're not good at football. So if those guys <laughs> are coaching, I would keep your money in your pockets and invest it elsewhere. Oh, absolutely love it. Is that Katie Mox in the chat? Uh, Chip, Danny, M2, and Sia, what a Friday. Oh, hey, Katie. You know, you know what? You know what happened? I said JMU had Moxie and like a bat signal. Went <laughs> Something in the sky. She's like, what's that? She had her alert set to Moxie. I absolutely love that. Katie, thank you for being in the chat. Um, love all the sports line members in the chat. And Katie Mox is among uh, the best of them for sure. I believe, I believe she had the first touchdown score yesterday. She's stealing my thunder. She's on the uh, recap screen. I saw, the, I saw that green check. It was a winner. That's right. That's right. And she had the Rams. Uh, we had a great day yesterday. We're going to have a great day today. Listen, I hope everybody has a great day today. Outside of betting, inside of betting, what have you. This is going to be a great weekend. I want to say Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody. Let's let's go into Friday. Let's when you, when you get out of this show, go into the rest of your day with a ton of positivity. Say hello to strangers. Say thank you. Look in people's eyes. Uh, it goes a long way, especially during the holiday season. Uh, so don't sweat the small stuff. Be positive and listen. On behalf of Jake the Snake, on behalf of Katie Mox in the chat, and all of our Sportsline members that are always in the chat, on behalf of Buckets that came in here for five minutes and then had to go straight to bed because he is extremely under the weather. On behalf of Chip Patterson, Danny Brasco, Mike McClure, who I'll be joining in 24 minutes on Fantasy Football Today DFS. This has been the Early Edge. Happy holidays again. We'll see you at 4 o'clock on the Early Edge for the Prop Show. I am the counselor, and we rest our case. Hey, everyone. This is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me, and also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Fiori gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger, and don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viori.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viori.com slash sports and discover the versatility of Viori clothing.